0: It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. Happy to be with you. The first Saturday of December, the final full Saturday of the college football season, not including bowl season. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex White alongside. Happy to be with you as always. We're going to see both Chris Andrews and Vinnie Maliul at different times today. I've uh, given the behind the book perspective in this conference championship Saturday in college football. And Alex will begin. First off, good morning. Good, good morning. To, good to see you as always. Uh, start off with the last night. Just due north of here at Allegiant <laughs> Stadium, the first of the Allegiant Stadium double. What a game that was. Washington is a 10 point underdog, gets it done outright 34 31. They had a 20-3 lead in this game. Oregon came all the way back, took the lead into the fourth quarter, and then 14 unanswered to begin the fourth for Washington. Gets it done 34-31. Game goes under by a half a point, Uh, but Alex, we'll have Chris in in a little bit bit later to basically just how he adjusted after this win for Washington. The Huskies are going to the college football playoff. They're 13-0. Undeniable at this point, and For Michael Penix Jr. and company, a team that everyone just doubted, okay, they beat Oregon, do it again, 10-point underdogs. He didn't look good the last six games after beating Oregon in the middle of October in Seattle, and all Washington did last night. They were the right side the whole way. I know Oregon took the lead going into the fourth quarter, but the Huskies were the better team for the majority of that game. Uh, and in the end, if you take out that big giant touchdown at the end from Oregon, Washington now gains them yards per play. Uh, and when Washington needed to have it last night, that big drive in the fourth quarter to go up by 10, the two big conversions on the last drive of the game to not even give Oregon the ball back. The Huskies got it done and they're going to go to the Rose bowl one way or another, whether they are the three, the two, or we get real carnage today. The number one (laughs) overall seed in the college football playoff.
1: Hey, congrats to Washington. They were definitely the better team in that game. And, you know, we talked about it all week. Throw out the numbers. Throw out how they've looked the last five weeks. These teams play each other really hard, and they're both really good teams. And you're right. Everybody kind of counted Washington out and just already had Oregon in the playoffs looking at different matchups. And they had to get by the Huskies first, and they couldn't do that. So, yeah, congrats to them. I will say I'm glad I made that future bet because I I don't think I would have taken the points with Washington here and because I w- wanted to uh middle and have both sides there I ended up coming out a little bit not as much as my future bet with Oregon but that's what sports betting's all about right putting yourself in a good position and I I'm I'm really impressed with how they looked yesterday I'm excited to see what we get from them in their in their playoff game
0: It'll be interesting to see how Chris has moved with Washington. Of course, more likely than not, if we get chalk today, it's not a more likely than not. If we do get chalk, George is going to go to the sugar bowl, probably against Florida state and Washington is going to go to the Rose bowl. You'd imagine Washington will just stay put at number three, take on Michigan. Uh, of course, Michigan, we talked about yesterday, gigantic favorite <laughs> against the Hawkeyes later today. Uh, I, you know, it's it's gonna be hard for this Husky team that again on a long win streak. Alex, going dating back to last year, the last time the Washington Huskies I just need to make sure I get my date right on this. The last time the Washington Huskies lost a college football game was November twelfth of last year. That's twenty twenty two, and that was a, a three. Or excuse me, actually, I uh I actually even misread my own notes there. Make it October eighth of last year. My mistake. October 8th of 2022. They lost at Arizona State by a touchdown. That was the last time they lost a college football game and here we are a team that's on this big winning streak dating back to last year winning a lot of tight games. It'll be fascinating to see assuming it is them in Michigan in the Rose Bowl. Perfect last year at the Pac-12. We get a Big Ten Pac-12 matchup in Pasadena the way it deserves to go out. It'll be fascinating to see how that game is bet. Assuming that is the matchup, and again, I I, I know what we I know what happens when you assume. Don't need to say it on the air, but if Michigan goes down to Iowa today, boy, something's gone wrong. But Alabama could beat Georgia, and that would push Michigan up to the one seed, and Washington would probably play either Texas, Alabama, or Florida State in the Rose Bowl in that scenario.
1: Well, if it does work out like that, what a matchup between Michigan and Washington will have for the Rose Bowl. You got to give it to Michael Penix Jr. He looked really good last night and a lot of people were concerned that he was injured and wasn't the same the last few weeks. I think he did very well. You were actually there, so you can um, attest to that more than me, but what? yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the day. We'll see what happens and see if Georgia stays at that number one spot and uh, what unfolds tomorrow.
0: Well, Georgia wins. They're staying there. It's just a matter of getting it done in the SEC title game. If If Alabama wins, Texas wins, and Florida State wins, that's the scenario where I'm very curious to see what the committee does. Uh, Again, I still think you leave Alabama out. I don't think that's what's going to end up happening. In that scenario, I think they would probably just exclude that Texas win over Alabama in Tuscaloosa earlier in the year. Alabama would hop Texas and Florida State, and Georgia would pop out that would be my guess of what would happen. I don't think that's right, but uh, we'll see how it goes uh, throughout the day. All right, let's get into Oh, also, actually, uh, real quick here, the other game yesterday, Liberty gets it done. They're 13-0. If Tulane loses today, again, I, if Tulane loses to SMU, uh, I wouldn't be shocked that the committee pushes SMU up, but... Based off the current college football playoff ratings, Liberty would more likely to not go to a New Year's Six Bowl at 13-0. Uh, Liberty covered game one way over yesterday. Pavia got hurt early in that game, and, and that's part of the reason in the end, even though it was a tie game going to the fourth, there's not enough offense in that fourth quarter for the Aggies in order to stay in that one.
1: And you mentioned... Um... Going over the total, not a lot of defense at all. In 712 that
0: game. yards for Liberty yesterday.
1: Yes, both of them um, looked good offensively. It was a shootout between those two. Salter's a very good quarterback for Liberty, so I am excited to see where they end up in their bowl game.
0: Oh, man, 712 <laughs> yards. Hey, ten, and that- 10 yards a play yesterday for Liberty. New Mexico State averaged eight yards a play and with the weaker side on offense yesterday.
1: And that true freshman came in for Diego Pavia, and he did good. I mean, the first drive, he got him there, um, tied it up again, but then he made two plays that were just costly to them, um, interception in the end zone. So, yeah, they didn't cover that 11-and-a-half, but it was a really good game in the Conference USA Championship.
0: Blaze Bellerlitz yep. was the one who came in uh, in relief of Pavia yesterday. But Liberty, again, real shot of going to New Year's Six, which would probably be a berth in Atlanta in the Peach Bowl. Well, they're showing them right now on College Game Day. Let's go there first. Big 12 title game, the first one up today on this championship Saturday, Alex. Oklahoma State, Texas, the matchup, the Battle of different shades of orange in this one the final time in the Big 12 for the Texas Longhorns of course going to the Southeastern Conference next year Alex I brought this up with Chris yesterday and I, and I want to bring it up here yet again cfbstats.com has this one and it's a uh, Bill uh, Rajajowski on on twitter collegefootballdata.com Based off post game win expectancy from uh, collegefootballdata.com, Oklahoma State was the luckiest team in college football this year, and it wasn't particularly close. Oklahoma State was nine and three. You go up based off the post game win expectancy in all their games. And Remember, as Chris pointed out, none of these are actually like zero. You have uh, you have all sorts of uh, fun mixed in there throughout this. They they expected win totals four point eight. So they exceeded it by 4.2 wins. The next closest was Fresno, who was 2.8 above their ex, uh, expected win uh, win expectancy. Now, granted, number three on this list was Washington, who, of course, 13 and 0 Pac-12 champs. On uh, number five on this list is Florida State, who's going for a playoff berth later today. So this is obviously not all set in stone, but I think the difference between Washington, Florida State before the Travis injury. Those are legitimate top 10 teams to begin with. This Oklahoma State <laughs> team got blasted by South Alabama. Uh, they lost by 42. They took the worst loss in the last 40 years by a ranked team against an unranked team. That forty point, forty two point drubbing they took at the hands of Central Florida a few weeks back. Alex is a big number. 15 behind us on Texas. 57 a total. I, I know I missed the best of it, and it's hard to chase numbers, but I just don't see, unless if Texas really does some weird stuff today, how this game stays close in Arlington.
1: See, and I'm a little bit on the other side just because of my numbers. <laughs> I have Texas as an 11-point favorite, but I agree with you I with the whole style points and Texas coming out here. So I do like the over in this game, and I know it's already bumped up. I got over 54-and-a-half. Fifty seven's a little high. I think there's still some fifty sixes out there, but I don't think the Cowboys are getting shut out, right? Gundy loves this spot being the underdog. They do have the best running back in the country with Gordon. He leads in every category, including yards. He has the second most rushing touchdowns at twenty. So I think they are going to score. I don't think I Texas won't shut them out. But like you're saying, them still playing for a chance to be in the playoffs. They could run up the score late here. Not touching the side. Don't know what to do with that.
0: You know, just eyeballing, like there'll be a little more prop talk today on, the, on these things, on these games. Uh, Ollie Gordon, who had just by every account an amazing year for Oklahoma State, uh, the best running back in the Big 12 this year. Um, again, basically the best non-Barry Sanders Oklahoma State running back year, again, Barry was in the class of his own without great he was uh in Stillwater and then in the NFL in Detroit. Uh I expect there to be a lot more like checkdowns today. So that 18 and a half or 19 and a half, I think it was mostly 18 and a half there was one 19 and a half receiving yards for Ollie Gordon. I think that's pretty good to the over because when you're trailing like you got to get your best player the ball and he can't be traditional handoffs. So I I I do like that. The only problem is Gordon even in games they've gotten, they've trailed in, they've been a little stubborn, but I don't think I think today in a game where I think Texas is going to get out quick. I think they're going to get out quick. This game's going to be a two-score game pretty quickly. You're going to have to find a way back into it, and it's going to be with checking down Ollie Gordon. I I, I did actually take a little piece of that, Alex.
1: I like it a lot. I totally agree with you. Um, if they are playing from behind, they're going to have to get their best player the ball.
0: Let's go to the Mac Championship next. Miami of Ohio and Toledo. This is also at the top of the hour. Rockets beat the Red Hawks in Miami by four earlier in the year, twenty-one seventeen. Yesterday when Chris was on the show, said that this these power ratings came way shorter on this. Uh, with uh, Toledo right now, 7. 43 and a half the total. I stayed out. I think the touchdown, at least to me, feels right. There's been a toggler here at the South Point. Between 7.5 and, and 7 all week. Uh, Total down 3 points, 46.5 to 43.5, Alex.
1: Very interesting. Three of our games, both yesterday, were rematches, right? And both teams found a way to beat the team twice in the season. Another rematch here between these two. You already mentioned it. Toledo won the first one 21-17. I like the dog here. I took the 7.5 with Miami, Ohio. I also leaned to the under. Low-scoring game, really good defenses from both these teams. Miami's defense has looked great, especially their secondary. I talked about this yesterday. Toledo relies on their quarterback and their passing game a lot, and that's where Miami's going to be able to hang in this one.
0: You know, again, this is a a matchup where before the year, I thought Toledo was the best team in this conference. I still think that if if Ohio U stayed healthy, that they probably would have been in this game instead of Miami of Ohio. And, and it's not to discredit what the Red Hawks did this year. They were a really good football team. They went, did what they needed to do. Their only losses this year were to the Canes in the Battle of the Miamis in week one and the game in, against Toledo, yeah. who to me has been the best team in this conference all year long. Their only loss uh, for, the, uh, for the Rockets came in a flip in Champaign, Illinois against the Illini in week one, a game that quite frankly, they should have won in week one on the road against the big 10 team. So uh, I'm staying out. This could be a good in-game game. Now, granted, we always get some weird stuff in these MA- in these MAC championship games, uh, either just absurdly low scoring, turnover-laden games. We're going to stay out of this though uh, today. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Chris Andrews is here. Did he adjust his numbers on Washington? I'm going to say probably yes. We'll discuss it next with Chris Andrews here on Sports by the Book, South Point Studio.
2: South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Makara, Pai Gao Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun.
0: Welcome back in sports by the book is the show. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex white is here as well. And now joining us. Oh, by the way, I totally didn't mention that Alex is in rebel rebel red today.
1: It is a red out,
0: a red out yeah. uh, wow. over, uh, over at Good Allegiant stadium. <laughs> and with us
3: right now, the I'm Montana wearing my Gris. Montana shirt.
0: Grizz in action tonight in the, the FCS and
3: the, Mo- and Montana state both yeah. uh,
0: FCS uh, tournament already started. I, you didn't have futures on on, on that book. No, right? we didn't. But Did we there, got all the
3: games on the board today.
0: There were there were some books in town. South Dakota State's like a minus one ninety favorite to mm. win the whole thing. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, which is uh, again they are. They they them in North Dakota State kind of flip roles about two three years ago. North Dakota
3: State the dog today.
0: Yeah, North Dakota State is uh, on the road at the Bobcats, as you mentioned.
3: uh, And uh, Montana is playing. Who they playing? North Dakota, I think. Yeah that that sounds uh, that sounds great. They're pretty big favorite, about seventeen. Montana, they're playing Delaware. Oh okay, the Blueheads bluehead yeah i have a blue Hen shirt too by the way i've been on that campus too yeah well
0: it, I, I have as well it was a long oh, yeah. time ago yeah, yeah I, me too I, you know you take the obligatory visits to a lot of those state yeah. schools if you're on the i-95 corridor Yeah, and you dell is on on it was the road okay it was okay yeah, that's fine yeah. that's okay. fine nothing nothing wrong with it all right um <laughs> all right chris uh since twitter uh decided to yell at you last oh night, um all week all week well they will it was a little more playful during the week. Now, yeah. people deciding to get angry. Oh, you were wrong. Okay, well, come and make the bet. You oh, should have betted. it. And you said that that was a pretty good result last night. I had
3: guys. a huge day. What can I tell you? I mean, you know, we were down as low as nine. We opened 10. We went as low as nine, back to 10. And once I went to 10, which we were on the show when I went back yeah. to 10, uh, they laid me to 10. So we, well, I wound up with a really good day yesterday. So just guys... Uh, listen, I know when you're in my position, they're going to take pot shots at you. It's just part of the game. And I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, guys are asking me, you're going to adjust Washington. Well, yeah. Did you watch the game? They wa- They look great. I mean, they had been, and I always say momentum. You can bet momentum in college football and do pretty good. But at some point, the worm turns. Mm-hmm. And the worm turned yesterday for Washington. Uh, first of all, the coach, DeBoer, he's awesome. had nothing but success. All the way For what NAIA school he was at, like uh, Sioux Falls or something like that? I'll double check it, but he, yeah.
0: he is a Sioux
3: Falls graduate. That He's I do a know. Sioux Falls graduate, yeah. right. Yes. And I think he coached there, too. He wound up going to Fresno for a while, mm-hmm. but he's had nothing but success. And, you know, the team did not play well. I mean, listen, we have eyes. We could see ever since uh, the Oregon game, they they went downhill. Uh, but yesterday he turned around. Jeff, what really impressed me was they controlled the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, because I thought I thought Oregon would control the line of scrimmage. They did not. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to adjust Washington. I, I haven't had time to go through the box scores and everything, but probably two points. You know, may, maybe more. We'll see. But I'm going to definitely have to take a look. But a, a minimum of two points uh, will be my adjustment.
0: Kay- Kalen DeBoer was 67 and three at Sioux Falls. How did he lose the three? Well, he lost two in his first year. Oh, okay. And the other one he lost in the NAIA championship game.
3: Yeah, and that, so there you, you know, go. <laughs> and look at Lance Leipold. Well, he wasn't a NAIA, but he was at Wisconsin Whitewater. Yep. Made a name for himself there. Wound up going to Buffalo, that other college football powerhouse, <laughs> and turned them around pretty good. Now he's at Kansas and doing a great job. So some of these young, some of these coaches that come from these. Smaller outfits, you know, can actually coach. You just need the opportunity. And DeBoer, he looks to be a great coach. As does Leipold. I don't know if you saw this earlier in the week, but Penn State hired
0: Andy Colanicky, uh, Leipold's longtime offensive I know. coordinator. Yeah, I'm very was a pretty happy pretty about good that. Good hire yeah. by Penn State. I'm
3: very happy about that. They needed a change on offense, uh, and I, I think he can do nothing but help.
0: So uh, you, you mentioned it, Chris, with the, the adjustments. And, again, you won't have the exact full adjustment until after all these games are completed and yeah. you go through everything. But the expectation, you say you would say, probably based off of that, is probably about two points max probably, right?
3: Well, I'd say two points minimum. Minimum.
0: Two points minimum. Because if okay. I
3: go back to where they were, because remember, Jeff, I told you I liked Washington in that game against Oregon. Yeah. I thought Washington was yeah. a better team. Since then, they took two divergent directions sure. until yesterday. Right. So how far back, how far do I adjust? Do I put them back to where they were six weeks ago? Or do I just throw in a couple extra points because they looked good yesterday? I don't know. I have to look through the boxes and I'll make a decision.
0: Uh, all I will say is, and I'm, I, we'll discuss this once the matchups are set, Alex, but if we do get Michigan and Washington yeah. in Pasadena for one last time of a, a Big Ten yeah. against uh, the Pac-12, which, by the way, Great conference game, by the way, next year in <laughs> right. Michigan. Inter-conference in game, yeah, right. a conference game, which there, by the way, there is a legitimate scenario where Florida State loses today. Texas, Georgia, and Michigan all win. That Georgia-Texas SEC game next year. Michigan-Washington Big Ten game next year. What are you doing <laughs> on my brain, <laughs> Jeff? I don't, I mean, what are, we, what are we doing here? Which also makes Sankey basically arguing for two teams, arguing two teams from his own conference, Arguing against Texas, who's going to be in his conference next year, just, just turning yourself into a pretzel. Uh, but but that would that would to me if if we get especially if Michigan looks okay today.
3: Yeah, and they're huge favorites. So. But you know Iowa has a way of making you look okay. Oh, that's even sure. though they, you, they don't have any chance of winning the game, you know you could they could still make you look mediocre.
0: Look, Michigan can win this game. And and it could be completely non-competitive, and Michigan could win this game seventeen nothing.
3: I I was just going to say that same score, you know. And uh, yeah, well, if that happened, would you be stunned? I I sure wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy because I'd lose my Michigan bet. But but (laughs) but I wouldn't be stunned if that happened. No, no, they they have a way of making you look bad. That's I mean, they've only lost two games all year. I mean, with a team that scores what eighteen points a game, you know, (laughs) gee. They had the highest, by the way, they had
0: the most three and outs in all, all of Power Five college football, Iowa. Showed that today on game yeah. day.
3: 63 and outs yeah. in 12 games.
1: Not surprised. Not surprised <laughs> at all.
3: That's incredible. And here we are playing for a championship. Unbelievable.
0: Uh, Chris, uh, before before we let you go back to work, yeah. um, the, the games today, uh, right now, I, really, the, the SEC championship game is the one that's lighting up the screen here. Yeah. For me, you're down to four and a half. Right. Uh, totals also getting hit as well. Just moved to 54. Uh, I can't say I'm surprised that this is going
3: to be the biggest betting game of the day. Oh, no, it'll be the biggest betting. but let let me give a couple pointers out there. I had one of my really sharp players come in and and I actually didn't move the number on either game because I needed to play. But he bet me Florida State minus the one. Okay. And like I said, this kid gets the moves pretty quick, but man, I needed that bet. He bet me Boise minus two and a half. And I didn't go to three. I don't have any threes out there. I didn't want it because I... I have a lot of respect for this guy. I blame this guy. He's been drilling me the last couple of weeks, but uh, I could kind of use uh, some action on both those sides. So uh, just be with you. Just gonna give you a hint. This guy usually gets the moves pretty quick.
1: I don't like that one at all, <laughs> well, <Chris. laughs> well, I noticed
3: that red shirt. I didn't expect you to give me the thumbs up on that oh, one, uh, young lady. But yeah. uh, I just uh, I'm, I'm only reporting the truth. Okay. Is all I can do.
0: You know, it's uh, again UNLV Boise the field. I, I had that crew right to work on the field as soon as that trophy celebration oh, I had was to. over. Yeah, had to. Uh, last night, right now, rebels two and a half point underdogs total. I had, people are betting overs today, Chris. Uh, final day, f- full day of the regular season with conference championship games, and people were just flying in betting totals over.
3: Jeff, I take the money and I move the number. What else? Yeah, can all I'm going to tell you is, where's Frank? He's got to get in on this action, <laughs> well,
1: right? He's what? on the Grand Salami. Oh, he's on the Salami
3: at fourteen dollars, had... Jeff. He had...
0: He's all in, baby. <laughs> on the on Sala you bet the yeah. salami over
1: over yeah. 407 and a half.
0: Oh, he's ahead right now. Oh well,
3: right? no, it's only today's, it no, only today's games.
0: Oh, it's only today's
3: Oh, that's the thing. Okay, I thought maybe the whole weekend. Oh,
0: it's only today's games. Yeah. Okay, he's all in. Clean, clean soil. Well, actually, he's ahead because of the way the numbers are moving. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right.
3: yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, guys, I got to go back to work. Right. It sounds you good. guys you are doing great. I have a great show, but. uh Keep a couple of those pointers in mind. Could be some moves. Could be some moves.
0: Sounds good to us. Chris Andrews, later. everyone. Uh, Vinny Maliul is going to join us in about 10 minutes as well. Uh, Alex, you know, let's go to your game in the meantime here. I don't, I don't know if that made you feel any, any better <laughs> about the Rebs. Uh, Rebels, first time they're hosting a Mountain West title game at home, Legion Stadium, a few miles north. You'll be there. Our guy Ryan McCormick will be there. I'm sure Matt Neverd will be there as well. Uh, well, actually, will be because he's running the broadcast for radio today yes. for na- for the national broadcast. He does
1: a great job with that, Sure too. does.
0: Sure does. Uh, UNLV, two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home in the Mountain West title game. Boise State, amazingly, we've talked about this Boise State team all year. Uh, this is as bad of a season Boise State has had in a long time, but yet here they are in the Mountain West title game and favored on the road. And, Alex, uh, I'm going to see if we get back to three here. If we get back to three, it's a take. Uh, If we don't get back to three, and this will sound a little backwards, I'm just going to moneyline it. I'll just take the price if this game lands Boise by uh, this lands boy Boise one or two, so be it. Whatever. I just wasn't meant to win this bet, but if we get back to three, I'll take the three uh, with with UNLV. It's all it's all going to come down to quarterback play for Boise State today. And last week, I talked about it earlier in the week on the show. I, I just thought that last week it was. They weren't ready for the lights. And now that they've been in the lights, this is going to be a little less pressure, even though it's a championship game. And I think Jaden Maiava should be able to handle it a little bit better than he did early in the game last week, where he looked lost until that game got into the second half.
1: And really it was the first game the season that he did look like that, right? He's done a fantastic job stepping in, being the starting quarterback. A um, couple key factors that need to happen in this game. They need to get up quick. They aren't doing well playing from behind. And you mentioned it last week might help because they realized that they were making their way back in that game, but they just ran out of time. The the week before, they kind of got lucky against Air Force. They did the same thing. They didn't come out hot. They actually looked um, very slow against Air Force. And then they got lucky. They did come out on top against Air Force in that one. So I really think that's going to be the key here. Can UNLV get a jump start? And get up on Boise early. I know Boise runs the football very well, so they also need to, their defense needs to step up here and stop the run.
0: Again, it just, for for the Mountain West, just as a whole, Boise, again, you're not going to see a season like this for a while again from Boise. I I would imagine they're going to nail the the new coaching hire, whoever it may be. Uh, I was not a fan of Avalos the whole time he was there. Guys are coordinators. Some guys are just meant to be coordinators, not head coaches. He's a defensive coordinator. He's not a head coach, and Boise realized the error and got rid of him mid-season here. Uh, It just, I I don't really feel great if I'm in that league and Boise's winning the league at 8-5 and in a year where they're the worst they're probably going to be for the next decade. So uh, for UNLV, you've got to take advantage of your opportunities. This is a, you know it, everyone in the studio who's from Vegas knows it. This is an opportunity that does not come around for UNLV's football program. You not only are in the game, you have the game at home. Take advantage of that opportunity uh to win a conference championship uh in football. Forget that in in football for the rebs today.
1: And mindset should be kind of like Washington, right? Well, we're the underdog. People are already counting us out. They don't think we can get it done. They need to prove themselves here. Talking about prop bets, which you did earlier, yeah. Ricky White, he is a stud wide Having receiver. A great year. Yes, he is. He is six in the nation. In receiving yards with thirteen hundred, so if you want to look for a prop bet today on the rebels. Look for Ricky
0: White. Ricky White, I will, I will warn you on this. It's a big number. It's a okay. big number. The, the the predominant number I'm seeing is one fourteen and a half, which is a gigantic number. Right, for he's a been receiving over a
1: hundred in six of his last seven, but that's uh-huh. over a hundred, so you're adding another fourteen yards there.
0: And look, and Ricky White's going to play. Ricky White's going to play in the NFL. I, I don't know how good of an NFL player he's going to be, but he's going to play on Sundays uh, at some point uh, in the near future. But UNLV, again, slight dog at home. Actually, some under money coming in at some spots right now, down to 60 and a half at some spot, 61 still here at the South Point. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, our guy, Vincenzo Vinny Maliulo, the best hair in the business, going to join us next here on Sports by the Book Saturday at the South Point studio.
2: South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400 seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas, Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show. Every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge, The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, Stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza.
0: Sports by the Book is the show. If you're joining us on our YouTube page, welcome. If you're watching us at Dom's Pizzeria in Trafford, Pennsylvania, welcome. Uh, Across town as well, Oasis. Uh, Alex's friends over at Steiner's as well, if you're watching us right now, welcome. Uh, We're happy to be with you as always here on the Saturday morning, Sunday morning tomorrow. The NFL will have as well, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Mm -hmm. Eastern time. Uh, I guess that's 11 a.m. Central and 10 a.m. Mountain, if you're watching us across the country on our YouTube page. See, I, I got them all, Vinny.
4: You did great. I have enough numbers in my head. That's okay.
0: That's okay. I don't know what time it is in Hawaii. I apologize right now for that. Uh, even though if you're awake right now in Hawaii, uh, that's a job well done yeah. early in the morning there.
4: Oh, they're Lincenzo. awake. They're awake
0: watching. Vinny, uh, good to see you. Yes. Good to see
4: you. Um, good to be back, yeah.
0: Let's go back to last night, real yeah. quick. Uh Chris Andrews was just in, uh, asking him about the adjustments after Washington's upset win over Oregon. Huskies are going to college football playoff. It's going to be a spot in Pasadena, yeah. more likely than not against Michigan. If if chalk serves, it will be Michigan. Mm-hmm. If Georgia loses, then it may be someone else there in uh, Pasadena. But Chris said two points minimum on the adjustment for Washington. What? How much did you? Will you I, likely adjust? Them I would next three with.
4: Days? I think Chris is right on a two two and a half. You know, we could. Would it be three? Uh, maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but a two two and a half I think is uh, is right. And I think the biggest takeaway for me last night, and of course, again, we've been we've been talking quite a bit about since the two teams met uh, in in Washington earlier this year, and Washington came back and won that game uh, by by three. They really kind of went in, in in different I don't different directions from a results standpoint. I mean, the results were were all there. They they won all their games. Um certainly Oregon in much more convincing fashion and and I love this so so after the game last night there were a lot of inquiries how could you guys have made them a 10 point fit well okay they took the 10 it went to nine nine and a half they late it closed 10 so it's it, it's not just about the result because we're not in the prediction business right we're we're, we're in the you know the odds making and the book making business what's going to generate action and and you know hopefully two-way action um, and so. But the, the biggest takeaway I, th- I thought was Oregon's defense could not could not stop uh, Washington last night, and it kind of looked like you know and and another big credit I give to Washington was once Oregon took the lead, it, you know they could have wilted and folded, and but they didn't. They rallied and wound up going by uh, back up by ten, and then of course Oregon with the uh, the quick score uh, to cut it to three. So so credit both teams, terrific uh, terrific programs. Um, what a game to send out, though, the the Pac-12, right? I mean, Jeff, you were there, I think, right? I, you, I you, was,
0: you, uh, uh, yes. Great energy it in, was, the, it in was, the building. It was, it was an incredible environment. Yeah. It was loud. It was yeah. incredibly loud. And, look, it was a great game. I yeah. mean, I, it's all mm-hmm. you could ask for. Again, sure. Again, Oregon show great resilience to get back yeah. in that game, down 20 to three, come yeah. back, take the lead. And then, you know no what question a big credit to Washington. Absolutely. And, and, and we were talking about Caitlin DeBoer beforehand with Chris, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, you, were you booking those NAIA championship games when he was winning championships <laughs> at Sioux Falls? You're doing that Vinny? You know,
4: of course, why wouldn't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was action.
0: Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 he the one the one good thing because we were we were up top we were in the end zone we were a little bit up top last night and and part of the reason that I, li- I like sitting up there is just to see how plays go out almost that all twenty two mm-hmm. camera that everyone can watch uh, when you're rewatching NFL college games yeah uh, online and just the play design that Washington has it, it confused Oregon's defense. For uh, one,
4: particularly with the two terrific receivers yes. on and receivers right played, in the slot to get right next to each other, uh, right, one hundred
0: percent. And Penix, other than the interception where he had he had a guy wide open and mm-hmm. just missed him, yeah. Um, Penix making every throw last night, and and Chris mentioned this earlier too. Like, like Washington just pulverized Oregon's defense last yeah. night for the most part, which it is, is shocking because Oregon's defense. Uh, if if they, there was a difference with teams this mm-hmm. year as opposed to the previous years when they've been a real competitor, it's that defense was yeah. great. Now, granted, Oregon's defense suffered a few key injuries in the middle of that game, but hey, 14 4th quarter points for Washington to put that thing away, and yeah. credit to the Huskies—they deserve this Rose Bowl bit they're going to get.
4: Great point, Jeff, because I thought that I thought this was Oregon's best defense uh, that I've seen in, in recent years, yeah. certainly in the in the playoff era, right, Alex and the. Uh, That was something that we we paid very close attention to in in making the number.
1: Right. They've been very physical, and we kind of thought that's where they would have the edge. But I said if you rewatch and watch the highlights from that first game, they Mm -hmm. matched up very well in the trenches. And Mm -hmm. Washington even outmatched them yesterday. To your point, I mean, Pac-12, they travel so well. I did go to the Pac-12 championship last year with USC Mm and Utah. Same thing, great environment. And you could just see on TV yesterday. It looked like so much fun there. But yeah, so credit to Pac-12. I'm sad that that is the last one.
4: I can't. I mean, you know, uh, the way the teams are moving around to to the various conferences. By the way, I think there was this. We've been talking this year too. What about uh, uh, Oregon State and Washington State? Right, where they're they're going to play a predominant, or at least half their schedule is going to be a Mountain West (laughs) schedule. Uh, So again, I'm not saying there's going to be power five conferences anymore. I mean, it's a power four situation. Yeah. But I could see where, um, particularly geographically, the Mountain West is going to be upgraded uh, for, for certain.
0: Yeah, well, and again, just starting next year, again, we've talked about it. This would have been such a good year for the 12-team playoff. Oh, sure. Because yeah. there's more teams that are capable of winning it all mm-hmm. this year than there have been in, in probably, what, 20 years, basically, in college football? Since the year where Auburn, with Ronnie Brown and company, got left out of the BCS championship game, like we're going, we're going a long time ago at this
4: point. Well, you had the UCF situation, right? Yeah, uh, I that UCF team would have got I blasted did, by anyone they, any good. I think they though. gave themselves a trophy they I mean, bought, they, whatever. They, did. They, they they earned
0: they earned yeah. the, the self proclaimed um, champions. Yeah,
4: but um, <laughs> you know, listen, I think uh, it, it's it it reminds you of of college basketball now, where there's. Uh, you know the the parody that uh, uh, that we've seen. I think it, it, you know people kind of get tired at what parody. Well, look, that's what you want too. That you want that balance. Um, you know, and 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 looking at looking at it, and that's why I think that the twelve team playoff is going to be absolutely phenomenal for business. Oh yeah, it's going to be huge. The the four team playoff, when it came into play uh, several years back, it really bumped the college. Handle. I mean, the playoff college games get bet and booked like NFL playoff games, and they should. And so um, they get that kind of attention and uh, that kind of action. And there's no reason uh, to think that that's not going to be. But it's it's only going to increase next year with uh, with 12 teams for sure. Vinny,
0: let's go to some games today. Uh, Chris was singing your praises on SMU going into this uh, this week. Uh, Preston Stone out, though. Fibula break, yeah. so he's out back up. We saw that
4: happen last for week. Four the ponies. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, down to three, though. Tulane at home. a Really good football game for the American Championship. If the Green Wave win as a field goal favorite at home, they they will be going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, they, will, they will go more likely than not to Atlanta to the Peach Bowl to take on uh, one of those big-time
4: Power Five schools. You know, um, what I was talking about with with Chris, you know, for the last, oh, probably about a month or a month and a half, you know, you start, because we're always in a bit of a look-ahead mode, you know, and thinking about things, and, you know, we mentioned the, the Mountain West for next year uh, uh, already, but you look at this SMU team. You, you know, I pay attention to, to to backing, right? Whether, it you know, boosters, the NIL and things that are going on. Going to a, a, a higher-profile conference they're going to get a lot of, of booster a, a tremendous amount of financial support. There's no question about it. They look at their location as well from a recruiting aspect, right? They're going to be in a, in a prime position, and I think there's still a bit of a chip on their shoulder from the death penalty, even though it was a generation ago, right? Uh, uh, so I I kind of put those things together and, and look at you know look at the results. I had, had a terrific. By the way. You know, you look about at Stone, right? And I know this game is in lane, but it really speaks to this. This number never would have been six uh, if if he was 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 there. I mean, oh, I let's face it. I mean, That's so it was taken into that... account. So oh, hmm. no, I think you know, folks have to realize that too. Just like in in the Florida State game, but at least Florida State was still the, the favorite. Um, Stone's impact here. I think you could start at, at least four points on a neutral field. I mean, have have a SMU rated higher anyway right. uh, on a neutral. Um, but his his injuries very significant. Uh, but again, these you, we've seen teams absolutely rally this year. Georgia, of course, they're Georgia. Um, Florida State. They they got it done. They got it done last week. They did what they had to do. We'll see what happens today, and we'll get to that game. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, this is a game that's down to three. I was just at, at the counter while while Chris was in, and uh, chatting with Jimmy Vaccaro, and uh, this game is uh, is down to three. So there's still support for uh, for SMU here. I think you know by the time we get to one o'clock kickoff, Alex if it dips below that I'm sure they'll there'll be a play on two lane
1: so are you thinking it would have been what did you open at? about three is it back to where it was it's at three now playing? but
4: this was uh this game was at six right uh, well or, this
0: was the three yeah. and a half then we the, knew that Stone's injury to, was significant yeah. uh, more significant yeah. than we realized uh and then it went to six yeah. I, you know I Alex, you mentioned it. The backup quarterback, the name has escaped me, has looked good in limited action so far this Kevin year. Kevin Jennings. Yes, uh, for for SMU, and as Chris said, the reports out of Dallas. I mean, they're just super, super high on this kid. Yep. Uh, going into this game. With that said, now that we're back at three, I'm going to lay it with Tulane. I, I I just you have they have a great quarterback for that level in Pratt. Pratt, Pratt is an excellent mm-hmm. player.
4: Oh, excellent! Very the good.
0: game is in New
4: Orleans, so you well, have home. home game. You
0: have a home field advantage.
4: Now they distribute the tickets, obviously, but yeah, let's face it. Yeah, but it's it. still going to be. I mean, it's still going to be. There's going to be more. There's certainly going to be, be more. 90-10 I mean, Green no.
0: Wave fans uh, in that. And look for Tulane. They have already tasted the New Year's Six glory. They beat USC last mm-hmm. year in the Cotton Bowl. You think they want to go back and prove that wasn't a fluke last year? Go to the Peach Bowl draw. Heck, they could even draw Alabama in the Peach yeah. Bowl. That is not an impossibility at this point. Uh, so I, I just I just think at this point with the game, if this was a neutral, different take for me here. I probably don't play this thing, but since mm-hmm. this is a pure home game only laying a field goal, I'll, I'll lay it's, the three with the weight. There's
4: no question. It's a big advantage for sure.
0: Uh, well, let's go to the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. Pretty good football game, right, Vinny? Pretty good. Alabama-Georgia. Uh, not bad?
4: They've not disappointed in the past. <laughs> There's bad. no reason to think that they will today either, for sure. Um,
0: Highest six, down to four and a half on the dogs right now. Uh, I, I was almost going to say at home, in their home state of, of yeah. Georgia. Granted, that we know that is the, the purest 50-50 split there is, the SEC title game. Regardless of who's playing in
4: it, Alabama's no strangers, right, yeah. to, uh, yeah. to to the venue for sure. Um, yeah, open five and a half. Initial money came in on Georgia, uh, up to six, by like five, and a half. now down to down to four and a half. So a bit more uh, Alabama money. Uh, look, we've uh, we've seen, uh, and and I think again we'll we'll recap it quickly. Uh, Alabama's turnaround uh, since the Texas loss, coupled with the quarterback. Flip flop. Um, they've righted things. Um, they've had. They've done what Washington did. Some close games, but they figured out ways to win games. Right. Uh, let's face it. Uh, uh, you know. So 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 you look at that. Uh, but Georgia's also the healthiest they've been. Right, Alex. In the last month, uh, you know, uh, getting getting Bowers back. McConkey is is having a terrific year. He gets overshadowed, but let's remember this: when Bowers in the beginning of the season, McConkey was not 100. percent He was hurt. Then he came back. Bowers got hurt. They were so right. they've been together now for the last uh, three or four games. And what a uh, uh, what a combination to have. What a luxury, Alex.
1: Well, and Bowers sat out last week. I think that was just taking precaution yeah. to be ready for this game. So I think this will be fun because I think a lot of our followers watch us to learn a little bit so i was talking to jeff before the show so i'll mm-hmm. get both of your take on mm-hmm. this um i have alabama nothing crazy plus 275 so a little bit um
4: on the money line, on the the money money line. line. Yep. i took okay. them early
1: to win the sec championship so i was talking to jeff because yesterday that was my best future with oregon i was in a great spot i could middle it i jumped in pl- took the 10 with washington so I haven't Great. done anything with my futures for today. I have a little bit on UNLV, but that was more, more as a fan. 18 to 1, not much pizza money. So now we're here with Alabama, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think, now that the line is moving down, and I can get Georgia at minus 200 money line, or what do you suggest here, Benny?
4: So you have Alabama plus 275? Yes. Well, I mean, you can obviously... Lay the two to one for, and you've got a seventy five cent, you know, uh, benefit. Column, depending on what, what you have, you know, what you have coming. I mean, you know, a lot of times, Alex, we get this question a lot. And it's an excellent question, and it's a good point. uh You want to guarantee yourself, so you have the you have the favorite now. So it's not like you can try to middle it. If if it was the, if it was the reverse, you could take the points, exactly. right? Oh yes. Yeah. But um, I I think it depends on what what your investment is uh, to the folks out there. I mean, yep. if you've got a uh, a four-digit return on alabama let's say then it's you know it's kind of easy you know but you know if you, you you put up let's say you put up 100 every for every hundred or a thousand you know uh to win uh, 2750 well now you got 2750 in profit still what do you do you put up you know you put up you lay two to one for two dimes to win a dime back, and then you're basically just kind of pushing a little bit. So it really depends on what your investment is, uh, or what you could do is because you have because you have the dog already, yeah. right? Maybe you wait for an in game opportunity and see if Alabama. You want Alabama now to get ahead? Yes. And sometimes, you know, and some of the in-game opportunities are not just point spreads, but they're, they're money lines as well, as you know, and you follow that very closely. So because you have a plus on Alabama now, um, it might be best to just kind of look at the in-game, just to, to consider that.
0: At the numbers that were thrown out there, yeah. I wouldn't hedge. No. Personally, yeah. I wouldn't hedge. I'd, pro- I'd play the way Vinny said, Yeah, where okay. Bama gets out, Bama gets out. Ten three seven nothing. Yeah, you're gonna get Georgia pick basically the seven nothing
4: game. If you, yeah. here's here's what you would want, you would want a Georgia first half from a month ago.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, look. Right? You, you, yeah. I mean, look. If Bama gets out fourteen right? nothing, you're gonna be getting points. Yeah. So, so you, could, you could. That's the that's yeah. the better middle, and also too, like, I, just I wouldn't wreck your profit. That that would be the you're biggest be, thing. That, it's, yeah.
4: It's it's, it's Kind of, yeah. And and,
0: uh, and now, granted, everyone, and and this just comes down to also, and and this is not just for you. This is for anyone out yeah. there to yeah. possibly think of an edge today. It's all your risk tolerance at this point. Well, it, that's it. it. It's, it's it's basically what what do you want to make sure you win from this? Yeah. What do you? Are you okay? Like, if yeah. are if you if, if you're in your situation, and Vinnie, you you can attest to this. If you're okay with a seventy-five cent profit, then lock it in right now. For lock it. it in right now. If you if if you're good with that 70, 75 five cent profit potentially, if Alabama wins, just lock it in right now.
4: Well, the thing is, again, it depends on what what's your investment yeah. and what's the return. Exactly. Because don't forget, you've got to when you're calculating both, Alex, and and you know this, and this is what you know you, you, your your dad and, and grandfather taught you as well. Um, you know, if you have a thousand in on one side. And you're going to put up maybe 2000 Well, you have a $3,000 investment. So it's it's the combined investment. It's the overall investment to it. So, um, again, getting back to it, it's probably best to look at the end game. And the other part is I feel very confident in saying that's not your only bet in today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure... <laughs> <laughs> right, so you know, yeah, I, I, and and I know you'll follow what's happening with the in-game and and it, perhaps halftime even. So good, good, points.
1: Now looking at the matchup, so Bama's defense has been much better. Do you think they can slow down Carson Beck and company and hang in there? I,
0: I think Georgia wins this game. Uh, I'm not confident in laying points at all in this game. This feels like a field goal game, but I, I again, like I'm not gonna. I missed the best of it uh, on the Alabama side. I, I could add six earlier this week. Yeah. Which, early in the w- week. which, if you got six with the tide, well done. Great number. Mm-hmm. If you lose, so be it. Uh, but I'm not going to chase a bad number on Alabama. I think
4: it's a field goal game, though, mm-hmm. Alex. And, and let's remember because we talked about it. Um, these numbers went up last weekend. We oh, didn't yeah. wait till Monday, right? We had a weekend crowd here. It was a, And when Chris put them up, but that was professional money, too, driving a lot of that. So paying attention to it. Uh, and then you know they let now. Do some of those folks do what Alex said? Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, let's face it. You know, if it, you know, do they? Did they try to hedge a little bit? Or depend again? What? What is your? What is your overall investment? But again, you also have other opportunities with this game and yeah, other games.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Sure. I'm excited to see what we do get from milro today too in this spot
0: because he's going to play well. Yeah, I think he's going to play well.
4: big. Uh, big. Big stage, no the, question.
0: the The remaining games on on the slate here. Um,
4: By the way, we just went to uh, yeah. The other end, uh, Troy you, you, you just, a few moves. Also. Troy, Troy just went to six here at South Point. Well, there's some other moves also.
0: Toledo just went to
4: six, and uh, yes, um, and uh,
0: Texas is 15 flat. There's a lot of 14 and a half in the market now on Texas.
4: Toledo, we just went now as we speak to six and a half. Okay, right? so, so matching the market. Um. I'm sorry. What was the other one? T- Texas, Texas fifteen. Texas fifteen uh, uh, here at South Point, and uh, the total creeping back up now, fifty-seven and a half. The
0: uh, you mentioned Troy at six. We talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al- Alex and I did not have much of anything on this game. I-, I think Troy's better. Their game is at the game is at home for them. Yes. Uh, but Appalachian State did go on the road and beat James Madison three weeks ago. So yeah, great game. Pretty great good. Pretty good team them. in Appalachian mm-hmm. State. Yeah. yet again. All right, Vinny, let's go, let's go to Florida State and Louisville. Uh, we don't know who's playing quarterback yet. Uh, Rodemaker did have a concussion. That was confirmed earlier <laughs> yes. today. Still in protocol as of this moment. Game time decision to see if he's out of it by then. It would be Brock Glenn, who, uh, as Chris Felica told Chris Andrews yesterday, if Glenn didn't suffer a finger injury in preseason, he very easily would have been the backup to Jordan Travis. Sure. Not Rodemaker going in. It's all the way down to one. Florida State favored by a point, forty-six. The total, of course, there's been one-way traffic on Louisville all week.
4: Um, listen, we talked about it too. This is a game where the the injury is obviously, you know, m- more of a factor, right? We talked about okay. Last week was probably about four. This is a this is just this is definitely six-point uh, a difference here when when you look at it and the way it's be- look. The thing about it is, um is not he's not going to be a hundred percent if he does play uh if he's in concussion protocol what's going to change between now and and kickoff at, at five o'clock this evening right it, what it, it, it's going to heal that much quicker i don't think so the error on the side of caution and i think that's what betters are looking at this game uh will probably continue to dip uh and again we went to uh to one this morning and and, and 46 so you know, it's up to the, what's going to happen here. Is it's up to the uh, basically the running game, I think, in the def- the running game of F- Florida State, and and their defense, because we know that Louisville, uh, they like to get up and down the field. <laughs> so, um, I think you know their basketball team, wishes they they get up and down the court like the way this football team does, <laughs> and so I think that's that's certainly that's certainly the challenge there. So, um. Can Glenn get the job done? You know, remember he came in last week. And again, you don't have a lot of time. There's, there's a difference, right? When you're thrust into it, you can do one of two things: you can freeze uh, up a bit, Alex, and you've seen so many games, Jeff. You've watched games, or you get in there and you don't have time to really worry about it. Now, now you have that all week to to, to say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm. There's a good chance I'm going to be in this game, in the biggest game of the year. Oh, and by the way, a game that we need to get into the national playoff. You know, yeah." So. Um, we'll see for,
0: for the committee's sake. We talked about it yesterday. If Louisville wins, they have a big headache. They get to avoid because in that scenario, then all right, Texas handles their business today as a big favorite against Oklahoma state. Right. You think the sec champion, as long as Michigan doesn't blow it as a big favorite against Iowa, you have a pretty easy four right there. Well,
4: you, you do, and you, you, you may and you may not, because Texas, let's say they have one loss, and if Alabama beats Georgia, they both of them have one loss. Well, as then, well. So now you have three teams yeah, well, the, and and, that, or four teams with Florida State with one loss. Yeah,
0: well, in that scenario, Florida right? State's
4: cooked. It, it, Probably because they're, the, they're, they're and cooked. I think some which they shouldn't they're, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna take into consideration the Travis injury right
0: yeah yeah before so this they would be done from and a, then a for,
4: doubt for, standpoint for, instead for, of realizing for, for you know.
0: Georgia I know it, look I think Georgia is the best team in the country at the moment but if they lose today they need a lot of help to get sure. it they need a lot of things today <laughs> to happen for them in order to get yeah. in their path is just handle your business beat Alabama get the one seed take on either Texas or Florida state in the in the sugar bowl and those New teams Year's Day.
4: that you mentioned are the part of the coaches listen take let's take it out of the committee's hands <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what part of the uh, pregame uh, uh, speeches before we go michigan
0: yeah, but, 22 yep 35 and a half with iowa um, your favorite total you know, oh,
4: every week, Jeffrey. So, so, I so, understand,
0: but it's this is a high Iowa total at 35
4: and a, half. Well, it's a high. It's a high total because of Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh,
0: I I said it yesterday. I'm already on Michigan. I, I this just feels like um, the that Michigan with everything that has happened yeah. around them, and they beat Ohio State for the third straight. Year. Harbaugh's back today. Harbaugh's yeah. back. They they two years ago they destroyed Iowa in a similar spot in the Big mm-hmm. Ten title game where. I think that Iowa team was better than this Iowa team, even though they won mm-hmm. more games this year. Um, I, I Unless if Iowa shocks me, I, in order to cover this number today, Vinny, I think Iowa needs to score 10. I was going to say 14. 14. Or... All right, if they score 14, I'm done. And, but the mm-hmm. over is going to get there with ease if Iowa gets 14. Mm-hmm probably yeah i mean at that so, point at i mean it's point. been
4: uh it's been a, a, a now believe it or not i gotten you know the, ah, the, huge the, number. the points spread 24 or down to 22 uh that said uh there's still gonna be support in various uh, other uh, betting opportunities alex with the money lines and uh teasers on on michigan
1: took me a long time this week but i finally jumped in on michigan stopped overthinking it now definitely one of the top two teams, right, in oh, the sure. country with oh, yes. Oregon going down. So yeah. playing Iowa with Deacon Hill and they've just struggled offensively so much, I think Michigan can definitely. I mean, even with temper.
4: Iowa obviously trying to control tempo, yes. you know what? Um, Michigan's defense is good, too. Yes, they Uh are. And uh, they have the opportunity to control tempo much more because they've got a, a good offense and defense.
0: It'll be a fun day. And yes. there's also eight
4: bajillion college
0: basketball games as well today. Enjoy those. And, yes. Uh, can, uh, the uh, conference play in December, I just I can't wrap my brain around it. still. Neither can I, Purdue. Well, I, well
4: <laughs> I, I, the, we I saw that yesterday. Uh, North,
0: Northwestern has their number for whatever reason. Yeah, they beat them last year. They beat them again yesterday. Uh, in Evan, there in are Evanston. teams
4: that get in yeah. other teams' yeah. heads. Yeah. Right? And, That's what and, and,
0: and who doesn't love Boo Booey? I mean, Boo-Boo, yeah. well, what a player Boo-Boo is yeah. uh, for, for Northwestern. Big, that was actually, that was one where the market got that game 100% right. The overnights had it at 8. It did. Got bet all the way down to 5.5, and, and Northwestern yep. won the game outright. They won the game
4: right in overtime. So. And uh,
0: market yeah. got the Kansas game right, too. Kansas covers all numbers as a four-point favorite.
4: Uh, game. Against Connecticut. Yes, yeah, so in a good. really
0: good game. game. Really good game. Last night. Hey, you know, we're, this show.
1: The Jeff very, was on both of those, too.
0: Good. Yeah, and then I and then I lost all the ones with the minor teams in it, but that's okay. We're not. Gonna so you went two and one. It. I uh, yesterday I, I had six. Thankfully, my three bigger plays won, and the three smaller plays lost.
4: Okay, well so oh, there. Ahead. You go. You're fine. Um,
0: yeah. but uh, I I will say this because the show next week we have Army Navy, which by the way you already have a number up for that, and the totals twenty eight. So we we get to have a lot of fun with that. A higher uh, total in, in the um, Michigan. Game. Hey, they wouldn't remember. They went over last year. That's right. It took overtime, but they went over That's finally right. in the Army-Navy game. Also, Army-Navy games in Foxborough this year, which is, yeah, uh, I, which I, I didn't know was even in the rotation. I, I, <laughs> I just, uh, but regardless, it's gotta be in Philadelphia. next week when with, with college football coming to a close here, of course we'll bowl games throughout the month of December yeah. and into January, but mm-hmm. there will be a lot of college hoops on yeah. this show. Sure. Because these Saturdays, especially starting the first week of January, mm-hmm. when again there's about three hundred and seventy teams in college basketball and roughly three hundred of them play on Saturday. We'll have a lot of games to get
4: a Lot to of games
0: on yeah. these Saturday It'll shows. Be fun.
4: Vinny, pleasure as always. Good job, both of you. Alex, True. thank good you. work. Excellent.
0: As always, Jerry and Sean behind the glass. Good job. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex, good luck today on all you your plays. Too. and Good luck as a fan. Thank you. Today at Allegiant Stadium as well, three hours from now in the Mountain West title game. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again tomorrow in 24 hours from now. That's 9 o'clock Pacific, noon Eastern, previewing Week 13 in the NFL on Sports by the Book.